what's up y'all welcome back to episode three of the sister sister podcast hey y'all thanks for tuning in with us as always i'm your host bianca and i'm here with my co-host my sister frida we made it through another week praise the lord navigating life surviving the fuck shit mm-hmm. it's been a long week y'all surviving it happy 2020 oh by the yeah. way to everybody listening it's 2020 now Happy New Year. So, you know, we got to start off with that so ghetto. Let's get right into it. There's a lot of ghetto shit happening around the world, but we chose this specific one. This week's that so ghetto goes to Carol Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Carol motherfucking Sanchez. Those of you who aren't familiar, she's a young girl who was supposedly kidnapped a couple weeks ago. I think it was December 16th or 17th. And um, she was walking with her mom in the Bronx. They were walking down the street. A van pulled up and two guys jumped out and grabbed her. There were four guys total in the van. They pushed her mother to the ground. Her mother screaming down the street asking for help because her daughter was just kidnapped. And which is very scary, obviously. Like you think your child was just kidnapped off the street and you guys are just walking together. But it went viral. There was videos, I guess. I think it was a store video, a store camera. It yeah, went viral. Like a store right, a corner store camera because obviously everyone has cameras in New York. It's a busy, busy street. And it looks like she got kidnapped, so the story went viral. They put out an Amber Alert the next day. There were missing posters. The police are looking for her. The next day, she shows up out of nowhere, walks up to two cops, and it looked like she just she just showed up. So, the reason why she's getting that so ghetto is because this bitch staged her own fucking kidnapping. Like, honestly, okay, let's get into this because (laughs) this shit pissed me off. So, like, I feel like already as a female, you're on high alert. Mm -hmm. Like, you're always, like, you're constantly, like, looking behind you, making sure um, you're not being followed or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fucking paranoia and mm-hmm. you're fucking traumatized every it's day exhausting. That you leave your house. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. So you're already like on edge every time you're in mm-hmm. the parking lot and there's a guy in the parking lot and you're just like, mm, are you going to try getting at me? Right. You park and there's a guy sitting in the car next to you. And we've seen multiple videos of people walking alone and being kidnapped. Women getting out of their car and someone trying to kidnap them. But it's always a factor with they're either alone or they're with children or the people are trying to grab their children. Mm-hmm. This video literally gave me goosebumps. Yeah. It gave me goosebumps to see two two what looked like adults, because she didn't look like a child in Mm -hmm. the video, but walking together side by side. Like, it was nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, watching the video, like, what the hell's about to happen? When you're with your friends or when you're with someone. Just walking down the street. You feel safer. And to see them just, like pull up the way they did grab her the way they did to see like her mom like try to fight for her Mm -hmm. get thrown back out the car like you are the biggest piece of shit to have stage that like you have to be a certain type to want to put your mother through that Mm -hmm. your parents through that your family through that for the dumbest fucking reasons for a boy for a boy i cannot stand bitches for a boy (laughs) so i cannot little miss carol 16 years old. Fast ass Carol. Fast. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Little coochie Carol. Okay. You had to be getting some dick to be acting like this. You better have. So she... <laughs> you <better laughs> 16. Her mom was apparently moving their family back to Honduras. And she didn't want to go. Yeah, because they lived in the Bronx, right? Because it said uh, New York resident no, or whatever. No. Um, I read temporary? that they were visiting family in the Bronx. Oh, okay, okay. They lived in, I think, a few hours away in upstate. Okay. And they were visiting their family in the Bronx. And she staged the whole thing. Who does that to their mother? Who does that to themselves? Like, sis, you have to move back to Honduras. Who does if you that really and then live? doesn't fucking follow through? It was like less than 24 hours later, you're walking up to the police now you're station. you're scared. Like, okay, so they just kidnapped you and they just dropped you back? Then they pushed her mother out of the van. Like, at that point, right, there would've had to be we rules. have to fight. Yeah, there would've had to been rules. Like, don't touch my mom. Right. If you're going to leave the door open and she fly out, then that's just <laughs> her. But don't, don't touch, touch me mom. in the face. Don't right, touch like, my mom. Like, like don't just touch my quick mom. and easy. Like, you want... Because at that point, we're <laughs> done. Like, no. So, she was 16. Her boyfriend, okay, an alleged gangbanger, was 23. Rapist. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. 23 years old. 23 years old. So she doesn't want to go back to Honduras. She wants to stay in New York with her little rapist boyfriend because 16 and 23 is not okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she staged this whole thing so that it can look like she was kidnapped. They obviously pushed her mom out of the van because if she had gotten the van, she would have realized that her trifling little daughter set it all up. She'd be like, Carol, ain't this your fucking dusty ass boyfriend? (laughs) Like... Why couldn't you just swing by the house and get her? Like, what was all this necessary for? Was this a joke? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And I just feel like, I always wonder, like, what these grown-ass men want with little girls. Like, I'd be like, how are you, like, 25, 23, messing with, like, a 15-year-old? This is why. This is right. the validation they need. A dumb-ass, obsessed right. bitch who's like, matter of fact, let me stage a this whole shit. kidnapping. I don't want to be without you. Only Miss. a dumb young bitch is going to do some shit like that. Why didn't you just run away? What? <laughs> Why it could have been so run simple. Away? Like a normal teenager. It could have been so simple. Like run away. It could have been so simple. So she you set up this even, whole thing. For this level of disrespect, you couldn't have even got buck enough to be like, I'm not going back. Right. Period. I'm fuck you, my mom. Boyfriend. Right. Okay. At that point, that would have been better than fucking. Fuck you, mom. I love him. Making your mom think you got kidnapped, having her there at that moment. Like, then they're going to fucking push her. Like, up. It was raining. Then, they had their umbrellas out. Like you didn't even care. You didn't even care what no the weather was respect. like. No respect. She just had them in a little bit. Sliding on the wet floor, like it's just shady. Just shady. Then she was apparently quote unquote shaken up by Ooh. the media coverage. Like, oh, you're scared now, right? Because your face is all over the TV, all over the social media, all over right. I everywhere. Fucking reposted that. I personally was like, oh my god, I hope they right. find this girl. Right. Everybody's sitting here sad for you, hoping that you're good. Meanwhile, you're probably on some dusty ass couch at your little boyfriend's house right. because some he probably lives with his mom. Trap house. Like, like, how did that work with his mom? Like, oh, you kidnapped your girlfriend, your little like, child Carol, girlfriend. I just saw on the news <laughs> that you was kidnapped, but how the fuck is you in my house? Like, why don't you have to basement? go to school today, Carol? Like, why is you in my basement? Like, so no. she turned herself in to the police. She was all out of sorts and shaken up. Her mom should have fucked her up on the news. 
That's what right. should have happened. Right. See, I just they want to like, be all quiet, I, walk into the car. She's all crying. No. People just always no. want to have like um, this like proper image, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's fine for whoever gives a fuck about that. But like, there's also human reaction. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the emotion level from going from thinking your kid is taken away from you probably in those moments her mom was feeling like i could have done enough what didn't i do right Right. i should have been standing on the outside all these questions Mm -hmm. that are going through your fucking head not only that it went viral so all the people that are judging and have opinions about everything her mom could have did should have did she had to deal with that for under fucking 24 hours your dumb ass over here kiki playing house right it worked Right, playing pedophile with your pedophile boyfriend. And your mom has to deal with those consequences mm-hmm. within those hours. She has to wonder if you're dead, if someone right. is currently raping you. That's the first thought. Right, like, like what is going on? So, for you to then show up and they're like, oh my God. Because the thing, when I first saw it, when it had released that she mm-hmm. was found, um, there were like, like these reporters, when they were like walking out the police station, mm-hmm. they were like, oh... Are you glad that she's back? Are you glad that she's back? And her family was like, first of all, I hate when they ask stupid questions. Like, no, they're right. upset that she's back. Like, no, we're mad. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck you, returned her. Like, <laughs> obviously. Are you happy not. she's home? No, I was hoping they'd keep her for a few right. more days. Shit, I thought we'd be able to go away this weekend. Like, right. What? Like, obviously, they're glad she's back. But so, it was like, stupid they, it was made to seem the reason she was so shooken up is because she was so glad to be back she was Mm -hmm. so traumatized at what had happened and the fact that she was taken and then hours later it comes out that no you were so traumatized that now your ass is everywhere Mm -hmm. that you confessed right and i just feel like to go from such a high low i would have definitely beat her ass on the news right the minute we was walking out all that putting her head down no it would have been like somebody somebody call ats okay (laughs) call ats right now because i'm about to to have her i already accepted i'm about to whoop her (laughs) right she want to belong to the streets you belong to the streets now period like like how could you it's like what kind of human especially this day and age like bitch what are you fucking thinking what are you thinking who knows it's never that serious fucking sex trafficking is at an all-time high i'm not faking (laughs) my kidnapping to my mom for my husband Right. For my husband or kids. I don't care if my kids are like, oh, let's play a, play a prank on grandma. No, you idiot. Like, I'm not right. giving my mom no heart attack. Exactly, because your mind automatically goes to the worst. I'm right. sure nowhere in that 24 hours before Lil Carol came forward, her mom was never like, oh, she's, oh, she's playing. Right. She staged it so she can be with her boyfriend. No. Or like, oh, she's, she's fine. And it's like, you only imagine because... When you hear that story, when mm-hmm. you watch that video, you your mind goes to the world. Right. So then you're like, damn, imagine if that was my kid. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I watched that video and I'm like, oh my God, God, please, please. Like, I literally, mm-hmm. automatically, I started praying. Like, I was like, please let this girl, little girl be safe. Please don't let them mm-hmm. find her, decapitated her. Like, you hear it too many times. Mm-hmm. You hear it too many times within an hour. Within an hour of mm-hmm. a kid being kidnapped, kidnapped they're found fucking dead. found all these different kind of ways. Mm-hmm sexually assaulted tied up lit on fire like it, unfortunately it's too many scenarios and mm-hmm. too many situations that you hear of that i was like oh my god god please like do not there's like a list of things girl. you don't play with right you don't play with people's people parents play, uh, people play with them all unfortunately right just something you don't play with you don't you don't play with you don't joke about 
setting up your own kidnapping is one of those things on that list. It has to be. And Carol didn't get the list. She didn't get the memo. Maybe we should forward it to her. But it's like that thing common sense ain't too common. Yeah. Because somebody dumb. always does some shit that you'd be like, <laughs> like, did you think you didn't even set up your school? kidnapping in an alley? Yeah. Where what, there was no what cameras. What common sense did you not attend? Because <laughs> I thought this was like. I thought everyone rules. knew. I thought when you were birth, you had it like that footprint that they take on the paper. I thought that was like the signing of your contract of all the dumb shit you were not allowed to do. Like, nope. I just thought like, nope. people knew certain things. But her little boyfriend or her grown boyfriend, really, was probably like, nah, Carol, you got to go home because you all over the news. Especially, I'm going to fucking jail. Especially to be from a place like Honduras where places like that, like kidnapping and stuff like that, like that's so real. And so scary in other mm-hmm. countries that it's like, why would you even? She's like, probably like, oh, they'll believe this, right? Like, why bitch. would you even do that? Like, why would you think that's okay, bitch? I'll... Like, I want to fight her. I do. Like, square up. Yeah, I don't I care like... that you're underage because you don't fucking care that you're Not underage, you, Carol. You're, you're grown. To get kidnapped. Okay, square up, Tyrone. <laughs> you're grown enough to stage kidnapping, right. bitch. You're grown enough to get these hands. Like, no. You were out here, and I really hope her mom beat her ass when she got home. She had to have. Nah, she had to. She had to. She let you play. Because if for nothing else, you're going to let these men throw me out that van like that. Right. I'm beating your ass for that. Like, if nothing else, like, oh, you feel bad that she had to feel like she had to stage her own kidnapping. Oh, she couldn't talk to you. Oh, she couldn't just tell you she didn't want to go. She was sad. Because bare minimum, Who gives a shit? when she came to that police station, they should have been like, she came back with traces of blood on her hand from socking the shit out of somebody. Whoever pushed her mom. Like, bare minimum, there should have been some trace mm-hmm. evidence of... You fought somebody after that. Right. I was like, who the fuck pushed my mom out this car? Right. Period. Once we got to the red light at the corner, I would have been like, hold up, hold up. Which one of y'all motherfuckers pushed my mom out this car? That sounds like a meme. Because <laughs> you know the Carol memes, so. And people oh, yeah. on Instagram and on and Facebook too, I guess. I don't know. I, I mainly focus on Instagram. I don't have all of the social medias. But people were so angry on instagram yeah they were so angry like they were so sad before it came out that she that she That's confessed like, all right you know how like you hear some stories and then it's like oh that's sad and then there's some stories that move you mm-hmm. like the junior incident oh that. if we were to have found out that that video was photoshopped and that little boy was alive do you know how many people would lose their fucking mind like I there's just some died. Yeah, there's just some stories that are, like, so heart-wrenching. Or, mm-hmm. like, it just pulls on you in a certain way. And, I mean, they're all they're all sad. It's not to negate mm-hmm. anything that happens to anybody right. else. But it's just, like, some things are just so moving that right. you, like, you feel like a part of it. Like, you feel like, oh, my God. Like, I wish I could do something. I wish mm-hmm. I could help. I wish this fucking car would drive by me and i see that license plate so I could call it in and report it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you wish you could do so much more to then find out. That it's all this whole shit was fake. fake. So you just had everybody in the uproar. Everybody right. all sad. Everybody's like, oh, at this point, you're playing with my feelings. Like I don't have time. I don't have time for my own feelings. Right. Like I think, I and I'm sitting here feeling stuff for you. Like I kind of got fired for being on my phone to repost that, right. hoping somebody could find you for you to be lying. Like now you owe me money. Like, because who's gonna pay my bills? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Carol Sanchez. You're fucking ghetto. And if you ever listen to this podcast, just know you're ghetto. You're past ghetto. And me and Bianca want to fight you. Period. Don't let me see you in a Bronx, bitch. Right. <laughs> I probably won't even know who she is. <laughs> I'm going to walk around with a picture of her. I'll be like, this is Carol. Have you seen this woman? 
I don't even be in the Bronx. That's ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sorry ghetto. to anybody who's from the Bronx, but... <laughs> it's the last borough I'd be caught dead in. <laughs> no, it's probably the first borough you'd be caught dead in. They gonna fucking kill me! Oh my god! All these Bronx people are gonna be after us. Mm, my god. But alright, let's get off this bitch because I'm yeah I'm because fucking, I'm mad. I'm tired of her. Carol's mom, if you're listening, beat that ass. No, but real talk. Last note on her though, she she needs a psych evaluation. Definitely for sure. If anyone stages their own kidnapping, they need they had need mental health. Yeah, because they were like oh, no charges have been brought against her at this time and they don't know if they're going to pursue it because she's 16. Like, you need to pursue... No. Go check that bitch's brain. You need to pursue something. Yeah, because something ain't right. Fucking Carol. <laughs> yeah, we got bitch. a special spot for you. You ain't our sis, bitch. Right, you're not getting get it, sis. Okay, ever. Okay? Goodbye, sis. <laughs> get it together, sis. <laughs> New segment. <laughs> get it together, sis. <laughs> All right, let's, Moving let's on. get Moving it popping with this suspiration because I need some after this hoe. Seriously, we need some good good stuff. Let me see. So this suspiration is going to lead us into our more serious um topic for the day, the episode, whatever. Um, so the quote that I found to go with what we're talking about is she can be wearing what she wants. She could be sleeping with five different people. She could be with her husband. She could be with her wife. She can be naked, but she can't be grabbed without her consent. Period. <sighs> it's so it's a heavy topic today, guys. Yes. It's a very heavy topic. Rape, sex trafficking, rape culture, rape culture, sexual harassment. Yes. Basically, it's heavy stuff. The reality that being born a female automatically puts a target on your back mm-hmm. and it's a harsh reality but it's a reality we all know too well um and it's like it's just so gross it's just like mm-hmm. like this whole topic this whole situation it just like it turns my stomach um i feel like too many times um and i feel like i picked that quote because it goes good with like all those uh, bases that we're trying to cover but like too many times when um like these sexual misconducts Mm -hmm. happen to a female specifically and we're not saying things don't happen to males but this episode specifically is about females um it's like oh what were you wearing what were you doing how were you acting what did you do to lead somebody to to think think that it was okay that you were being suggestive like i don't care if i walked up to somebody and i was like i want to suck your dick that don't mean put your dick in my mouth i didn't say right now <laughs> I didn't say please can you take it out I didn't say and even if I did and I decided afterwards like nah I was just joking that doesn't give yeah. you a right to be like no exactly. you said it so you gonna take this like no I was joking Stop. people instilling their daughters so much like don't wear things, this yeah all the things you shouldn't be doing wrong don't do this don't say these kinds of things no teach your little dusty ass sons right no means no don't be a fucking rapist right make good decisions people always tell their daughters make good decisions no teach your sons that they need to have their own boundaries just because somebody is wearing a short skirt or because somebody can be fully naked doesn't mean they want to be raped or they want to be touched inappropriately or they want anything from you i can go to bed naked every night 
and if my boyfriend tried to hit and I'd be like, no, that's my right. Right. Because I'm naked. This is how I feel comfortable. Right. There's no hesitation. Oh, but you got this one. No, because we don't see men. Okay. We don't, when they walk outside in their gray sweatpants, we don't be like, wow, they have gray sweatpants on. They want to be groped. They probably they want to be dirty, but they want to be groped. But with women, it's like, well, you had on a skirt, a shirt that was cut too low, or you had right. on a skirt that was too short, so or your shorts your were really short. Right? Like what? No, no. this yeah. is my body. I can dress it how I want to dress it. If I choose to wear clothes from head to toe, that's my right. And if I choose to wear clothes at a bare minimum, that's also my right. Yeah. Judge me if you want. It's like That's fine, like but don't touch me. Too many excuses mm-hmm. are made for the assaulter. Mm-hmm. Too many excuses. It's like, well, maybe you gave them the idea that this, mm-hmm. or maybe you did this, or ma- like prime example for colored girls. There should be a very, very wide yes. variety of people who have seen for colored girls. Is a very very deep movie yeah that movie i love it but it's like it's but so hard to watch th- yeah very hard to watch hard every to watch. aspect of it yes. was just sad but the the young woman who was seeing this man they but is that the one that went with michael ely no michael no michael ely was, ely the, was the um, one with the kids yes using the kids i forgot about it. the um it was the the teacher the yeah, dance school the dance teacher, teacher. Mm-hmm. she was seeing this guy casually outside he convinced her to invite him in, so she agreed to have a dinner date. She cooked dinner at her place, and she's cooking, she was and like she turns around, right? making him... Like there was something. There was something on the stove, mm-hmm. and she turned around, and he was unbuttoning his shirt. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, come on. Like, you know, like, you know why I'm here. You know basically. what you invited me back Right. For. You know what you invited me here for. And she's like, no, I invited you here for dinner. Right. So just because she invited you into her home does not mean she's inviting you into her vagina. Mm-hmm. That's that's not what that means, guys. Thanks. And it's like these unspoken cues that mm-hmm. people think like, like no, maybe I just had like a really good time on this day and I don't want the conversation to end, but it's going right. outside. Right. So like, oh, would you like to come in so we can continue this conversation? Right. Like not everything is like, oh, do you want to come in so mm-hmm. I can change my clothes? Like, yeah, maybe, sometimes that might happen for you, but that's. Right. Somebody taking the first step. You can't just decide upon yourself like, oh, well, I already had it in my head that we was having sex tonight. So so we're having sex. Now. Right. So like, even then, though you just told me that's not what it was. Right. Well, we're here now. And then when she reported it, the cop, without like straightforward accusing her of like being suggestive, was saying basically, well, is there anything that someone might be able to take as suggestive because you guys were more than friends you went on a few dates anybody you can guys, take anything as suggestive right i can smile at somebody and be like good morning and somebody can take it as like oh she, she wants, wants me. me right like no i just which has happened I'm, I'm so polite. many times right i'm just polite which is why condition like we both grew up in new york i'm rude as fuck. people <laughs> right people are like oh people from new york are so rude and bougie no it's because to. when you're too happy with yep. people and when you're too like kiki and oh my god mm-hmm. let me smile everybody say good morning they think something else yep. so no we're just gonna walk around and we're gonna look mad at shit because that's that's the reality of it we don't want to be your friend we don't yeah. want to invite you anywhere don't talk to me. right so it's it's sad that like in this for color girl scenario the cop was like well you were making him dinner did you have wine did you have too many glasses of wine like yeah. if she did have too do many glasses of wine remember, whose fault is that right do you not remember that you did you give him any suggestion that 
maybe you wanted to do it and now you don't remember because you had too much wine did you tell him prior that you wanted to do it no at any point even if they were mid-sex Right. If she says no, stop. I'm uncomfortable, or no, or I don't want to do this anymore. You stop. Right. It's just common sense. People don't have that. It's but just I think sense. that like men make other excuses for men because they see themselves as like aggressors. So mm-hmm. like to them, a natural state of aggression is like, well, what's wrong with that? Like, yeah, he like pushed up on her but that's what you're supposed to do to get things started right. or yeah like but like no or the like, women like that right like no maybe some women like right. aggressive men not every yeah, woman I, with does my boyfriend right <laughs> and not and there's certain types of right <laughs> there's certain types of aggression too though yeah it's like maybe i like it when my boyfriend takes initiative yeah. and he's like come here babe give me a kiss yeah he might like have me against the wall or right and i'd be like Stop. but I got to, like, that's, like, agreed upon. I don't stuff. like abuse. Right. Like, don't smash me into the wall and be like, come on, give me some. Yeah. No, there's a word for that, guys. Like. So, the idea that we even have to have anything that is defined as rape culture is, is sad. The idea that we have to even, like, make it a thing. Mm-hmm that we have to talk about is sad because it shouldn't be a thing everyone should just understand the concept that no means no just because she may have dressed or acted a certain way and it's not even because i feel like people like to they don't like to look at rape as like um a broad subject Mm -hmm. i think like when people think rape they ask these questions because they automatically assume adults Mm-hmm. Like, what were you wearing? What were you doing? What were you drinking? What was the infant doing? Right. Because there's infants that get raped. Mm-hmm. Sickly enough. There's toddlers. There's right. children that can't talk. There's, you know what I mean? There's all these scenarios. They're so hyper-focused on the victim. Right. It's like, no, what is the fucking rapist right. thinking? So what did this five-year-old do right. to mislead you? Fucking play with his toys? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like people just like to zone in on one thing to make the excuse mm-hmm. or feel like they have a defense for something. And then it's like, okay, so what did the 80-year-old woman do that was walking inside her house who got hit behind the head? Right. And raped. What was grandma wearing? Like, yeah. what was she wearing what she do? that was suggestive to this rapist? You know what I mean? Like, they like to just focus on a certain amount mm-hmm. of something or a visualization of a girl in a short skirt being slutty, being mm-hmm. drunk, and be like, oh, well, it was acceptable. Everyone, even people who have sex as a profession, prostitutes, even mm-hmm. people... Anyone has the right to say no. Right. If a prostitute doesn't want to have sex with a specific person a and they say star, no, anybody. a star, anybody, if they say no, that means no. It's not, oh, what you have sex as a profession, right. you have sex for money. That's what you do. So how dare you tell this guy no? Mm-hmm. No, that's not, it's not acceptable in any way, shape or form. And it's so much more like common, I guess, for lack of a better word, because of like the rape culture in movies, yep, the rape music. culture in music, people listen and they're like, "Oh, well this this seems cool. Mm-hmm. This seems cool and I always like to and I'm sorry for any Rick Ross fans, but Rick Ross gives me pedophile vibes. I'm yeah, sorry. He gives me right. Words. I took her back to my crib and I had sex with her and she didn't even know it. Right. 
Nobody caught on to that in the studio. She didn't even know it. Like, what? Nobody was like, wait, what the fuck did he just say? And I know y'all know the song Tupac's back. And maybe I'm reaching, okay? Because maybe Brenda's grown at this point. But Brenda had a baby, okay? Brenda's a young girl from Tupac's song. What did what did Rick Ross say? Brenda's having my baby. He said it started on death row. Brenda's having my baby. No, Brenda's a little girl. Right. Okay, the Brenda character is a little girl who was making bad mistakes. Okay, she was being raped by a family member and she didn't realize that that was going on and she had a baby. So no, Rick Ross, Brenda cannot have your baby. Right. So are you saying rape. that you're the family member that raped her? Who are you, Rick Ross? Like, are these confessions like, at this point? It's that type of stuff people listen to. Like, oh, well, Rick Ross said it, so it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay because you saw a movie where this guy got real aggressive and the woman in the movie liked it. Mm-hmm. She, she, she said no, but he kept going and eventually she didn't say no anymore. But even when, like... It's not okay. How often there's rape scenes in movies, like, what writer even is like, oh, this is going to make this a good mm-hmm. one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's right. so... I feel like normal at this point to people right that it's just like oh this is gonna be a hit unless it's in a movie that is supposed to be like for color girls was a movie made to shed light on certain things like abuse Mm -hmm. rape family trauma child abuse motivation it's supposed to be right right, it's supposed to shed light on things like that it's not a romantic comedy where this is so romantic to you where you need to rape her this so it's like it's it's sick and it's like for anyone who who has been through it or who has witnessed it firsthand it's it's obviously like it's nothing to joke with it's Mm -hmm. it's something that has is real has been real for years for years it's sad it's It's always been a thing right it's always been a thing from you know what i mean the early 1900s when women didn't have a choice they didn't have a voice they they didn't have we we were never meant to be valued unfortunately right and it's just like it shows in every way and form and with Mm -hmm. so many things that have changed this i feel like this is something that's never gonna change Mm -hmm. i feel like people always feel like oh like what i mean what are you mad about right that's just guys Mm -hmm. that's just guys being guys you know a little little hand play a little this like no it's not like from the simplest things, like an ass grab, like you said, mm-hmm. commenting on like my cleavage, like stuff like that, like it all leads to something mm-hmm. greater. And I feel like it's very different when you're making the steps, and uh, you and a person are in the same space. Mm-hmm. You and this person are agreeing to be in a relationship, or agreeing to sleep together, right. or agreeing to flirt with each other in that kind of way. You're making an agreement for something. It's very different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very different. My boyfriend was like, oh, babe, your boobs. I'm not going to be like, oh, why are you talking to me right. like that? You're like, sexually you know I mean? harassing me. There's situational. Right. But if I'm in the grocery store and it's 100 degrees outside and I might have on a cami and I'm not a 12-year-old boy, so I have cleavage or I have breasts. Yeah. That doesn't give the fucking pervert in the grocery store the right to walk by me and look down my shirt and oh wow, wow, nice rack. Yeah. No, it doesn't give you the right. So I was reading it says this is uh from a twenty eighteen uniform crime report that measures rapes that are known to police. Okay. And it estimates that there were a hundred and twenty seven thousand two hundred and fifty eight rapes reported to law enforcement in twenty eighteen. Yeah, 2019 just ended, so obviously that hasn't come out yet. But in the 2016 National Crime 
victimization survey, it was measuring sexual assaults and rapes that may not have been reported. And it estimates that there were 431,840 incidents of rape or sexual assault in 2015. That have not been reported. Have, I guess, from like what they have that were reported and the ones that may not have been right. reported officially. Right, because, I mean... That's close to half a million. It's crazy. It's, it's, cr- it's really crazy. They say crazy. that four out of five women, every four out of five women, have either been sexually assaulted or experienced sexual assault in their life. And it's disgusting. Right. And, I mean, we're two women in a room. Mm-hmm. We've experienced sexual assault. Right. Like, not... Thank God, not not rape, right? Or but sexual assault. It can be many forms. It can be sexual harassment, harassment, groping, flashing, right? There's touching, so many different forms, right? There's so many different forms. Being followed by somebody, yes. and you you want to you obviously don't want to get raped. You don't want to be assaulted. Mm-hmm. And I have a, I've had a situation where when I was in high school, I there was a guy in the neighborhood who was I don't want to say obsessed, but he was so focused adamant. on adamant on trying to talk to me trying to and obviously like this what what is your end goal right like you're trying to focus and he had to be maybe like a few years older i don't know but every single day he was outside the same time i was outside it was literally like low-key stalking mm-hmm. i had to walk like to the bus stop so like maybe like three four blocks up to the bus stop from jamaica avenue to, to hillside mm-hmm. and he would follow me mm-hmm. like w- literally walk next to me and to not get attacked and to you know what I mean to kind of save myself I was polite Mm -hmm. because I'm in right you know what I mean I'm in these back streets with this man who I don't fucking know Mm -hmm. and he you know what I mean knows he sees me in the neighborhood knows where I live because I live like right there on the main street so you want to be polite because if you say the wrong thing who knows what he's gonna do right because um yeah and unfortunately I mean you know I was almost hit with a car for not wanting to talk to somebody so right it's like you, you never know so yeah it's like these these men they uh feel a sense of ownership over you why mm-hmm. i don't fucking know i don't know who gave you papers on me but right. um it's like they feel a sense of like entitlement with the smallest form even something mm-hmm. like that like me not wanting to give you conversation me not wanting to give you my number um but i remember an incident that i was on the ab the one time mm-hmm. on jamaica avenue um and this guy, he was, like, trying to talk to me. He was, like, following me down all the way. Mm-hmm. He just kept following me. I kept ignoring him or whatever. And I wasn't being rude about it because I felt the same way. It's like, oh, my God. If you, you know, either way, you're going to hear the, the thing. you a bitch, you ain't that cute right. anyways. Blah, blah, you know, you. I ain't even wanted to talk to you right. or whatever. You know, regular bitter shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you used to that. But <clears throat> I remember an incident one time. And I don't know if you remember that. The girl that had got shot in the leg on the ass. Mm-hmm. That the guy, he wanted because to talk to her. Because she was trying to walk away. Yeah. He wanted to talk to her and she walked away from him. She didn't want to talk to him. She went in the store. I think it was like Conway or something like that. And she came back out. He shot her in the leg. Right. Like, what? Like, sir, I don't know what size your fucking ego is. Right. I don't but know you why you cut think. Cut that shit all Cut it down. down. I don't know why you think that it's okay for you to just, like, claim a person and say, okay, if this person doesn't fucking talk to me. I'm going to take matters into my own hand. No, move on. Maybe the next woman would have right. wanted to talk to you. Or maybe, maybe you should just fucking keep it to talk your fucking to a woman. Self, right? You yelling your down the block or calling me some other bitch's name. That's- or calling me to color my shirt red shirt, yeah. blue shirt, red fish, fucking blue fish. No, this is not. 
this is not <laughs> the game that y'all need to play. Like, learn how to court a woman. Maybe we would be more right. inclined if we wanted to right. to talk to you if you weren't yelling obscenities at us. Yeah. Like, who responds to that shit? Right. I mean, so, like, like what, whatever girl did. The, I'm, I'm not a dog. You ain't about to be like, right. Come here. Come here. And me be like, oh. right. Start fucking tapping your leg. Like, hello. No, this is not what's going to happen. And it's sad because it happens all too often mm-hmm. that situations like that end in assault they end in violence they yeah. end in rape because now you didn't want to talk to me now i'm gonna take what i now want now i have a right right now i'm gonna take what i want i have a right to shoot you or rape you or slap you mm-hmm. up or, like what there was also a list of um like reasons people reported sexual assault reasons people did not report sexual assault so these are a couple of the reasons people reported um so they wanted to catch or punish the offender, prevent other crimes from happening. They felt a duty to report or improve police surveillance, I guess, as far as making sure the cops are able to get as much information to, to catch whoever. Stop an ongoing incident or prevent immediate reoccurrence or escalation. So to kind of, I guess, nip it in the butt. Right, like and, if you're, you were like assaulted for years right, or something. Right, to kind of stop it. Um, protect household or victim from further crimes by the offender. So I guess if it's like a family member or if it's someone you know, you don't want it to keep happening to yourself or you don't want it to keep happening to a sibling or cousin or whoever it is. These are a couple of reasons someone did not report. They feared retaliation. And that's a big one because people are always scared that if they report it and nothing happens, maybe this person knows where they live. Maybe they feel like the person's going to follow them or come back or something's going to happen or something worse than what happened already. Um, They believe the police wouldn't do anything to help anyway. So that fear of like, well, what's going to, nothing's going to happen to them. So what am I wasting my time for? Um, They believed it it was a personal matter. Some people are like, they, they fear speaking out because they don't want the shame or they don't want people to pity them or they're like okay i'm not telling people my business this happened to me um they reported to someone who wasn't law enforcement so they may have like reported it to their therapist or to their friend or to someone at the grocery so i don't know um some people actually believe that it wasn't important enough to report some people did not want to get the perpetrator in trouble and some people believe that the police couldn't do anything to help. That, I guess See, that I can mean, like, like, with people in higher power, a lot of times if someone's being raped by somebody yeah. who has pull, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. don't want to say anything because they're like, the police can't do anything, the police can't mm-hmm. touch them. I feel like I know, um, unfortunately, I know too many people that have been sexually assaulted, raped, mm-hmm. molested, situations like that. Um, and... Honestly, I think one of those people have ever tried to report it and got shut down. Wow. For it never went anywhere. They were asked all those accusatory questions, like if you know this wasn't valid. Um, but I feel like, like I said, I've never personally been raped or molested. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's a lot of guilt that comes with it, and I feel like the the uh, statement you made about people feeling like it's not important. I think, like, a lot of people be like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to, like, say it. Right. So, if I just, like, act like it wasn't something that happened, it'll go away. 
a lot of people feel like if they say it, it makes it real. Yeah, it's like so like they want to mm-hmm. like suppress these feelings or be like, mm-hmm. no, look, or or like they start blaming themselves. Mm-hmm. Like no, 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 it was on me. Well, if, if I, I wasn't in this place, yeah, I should have been there. This. I knew I should have went home. And that's earlier. a part of the the rape culture. Right. What was I doing walking home from the bar at two a.m. Right. Like no, it doesn't matter what time you you can be walking home at ten a.m. You can be walking home at 3 a.m. Yep. A rapist is a rapist. Uh-huh. They're going to rape you at 10 a.m. They're going to rape you at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Maybe the statistics are higher because rapists are obviously cowards. Yep. So maybe a lot of them aren't bold enough to do it in broad daylight. And they wait until 3 a.m. to prey on their victims. Yep. But it's literally not your fault. And so, it's like, I don't feel like there's like... And I feel like this is what people like need to realize. I don't feel like there's like rape opportunities like i don't feel Mm -hmm. like you were never a rapist and then this opportunity presented itself and you're like i'm in this alley she's in this alley this sounds like a good idea like no if you are a pervert you're a pervert Mm -hmm. you're seeking out these moments Mm -hmm. where these women are vulnerable you're seeking out these moments that like you're like oh yeah there's another one now she's by herself. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not just, like, walking down the block and you're like, mm, it's right. Tuesday. Yesterday, you weren't today. a fucking upstanding citizen until Feeling kind of rapey today. Um, I'm just... Yeah, she looks right. She looks like a good prospect. Because, like, even... As I say, like, it's sad that people have to go through, like, that shame and, like, recount their steps and be like, oh, if I didn't do this, if I didn't do this. One of my friends recently, um, she lives in, like, a complex building. Mm-hmm. And some woman in her building now she doesn't live like she don't live in the projects she don't live in people where people like to make excuses of things mm-hmm. she lives in a nice complex building um however the security in that building uh was not the best and sometimes people wait for bad things to happen to up the security mm-hmm. in their buildings um some lady was raped in their laundry room mm-hmm. so they had been having an issue with like people who don't live there coming in there. I guess like I don't want I don't want to say homeless people, but I guess people who don't live there coming in there just to hang out or whatever. Right. So she said that there's like these storage units mm-hmm. in the basement, like where the laundry thing is, okay. where people like if you move in, you're allotted like a storage mm-hmm. unit for extra stuff. And I guess the guy was in one of the storage units. She went to go wash her clothes. He hit her in the back of the head. And when they found her, she was raped. Or her, her pants down. She When she had came to, she had already been raped. One of the storage units was open. This guy was nowhere to be found. So, like, in that moment, are you supposed to think I should have never washed my clothes? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's nothing that you're mm-hmm. doing that it is okay right. or an excuse or a green light for, for someone, someone to, to attack you. you. Right. Because that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um... It's just fucked up that people have to think that way. Like, mm-hmm. like this lady was in the comfort of her fucking house. Washing her laundry, doing her everyday chores. Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't get the sickness. And I mean, I'm not supposed to. That's why I'm not a rapist. But I right. just, I don't get, with all the amount of free pussy, with all the females that are so willing to suck and fuck. Why you feel wherever. like you need to take it. Yeah, why, why do you... Or even, like you said, they're sex workers. I mean, if you need it that bad every day, there's mm-hmm. people you can hire to do it. Like, I just don't understand Mm-mm. the need to attack somebody and, like, take something so precious from right. them. Right. just fucked up. People are so fucked up. I also saw that um, I was reading something about the treatment of rape victims. 
And something that popped out to me and it actually kind of pissed me off is that some insurance companies are allowed to deny a, a rape victim if they've been raped in the past or if they've been raped previously before having this insurance medical coverage like the one says that they refuse to pay for her rape exam and also refuse to pay for therapy or medication for her medication for her trauma because she had been raped before and indicated that it was a pre-existing condition which is so fucking stupid (coughs) so it's my fault that i was raped twice in life i want to know what insurance companies do this i need a fucking list right because they all need to be blasted. Like that that's makes me crazy. want to call my insurance company and be like, and ask. Rape, like right? it's it's crazy, that and you it's, have to. It's crazy that you have to think about that because one, it's not your fault. So if I just got this insurance this year, and God forbid something happened to me at the end of the year, but I was raped, which I wasn't, but if that was a situation I was raped five years ago, you're not gonna cover anything pertaining to this attack because it happened to me before. Like that's not a pre-existing condition, right? Like, if I had... What the fuck is the condition? Right. What is the condition? I was attacked. What is the condition? If I broke my left leg in the past and another insurance company covered it, but now I broke I my right leg, like are you going to cover that? Because my other leg was broke? If was raped, their coverage, period, should be covered. Right. Their medical exams, their future GYN exams, their fucking psych exams... Whatever the Everything. fuck they have to go through after that should be covered because you don't personally know what they have to go through. Right. You don't know if... Because not all rapes are just, oh, mm. this person had sex with me. Um, There's some real sick people out there that once you find a rape victim, they've been beaten up. They've been sodomized. They've, had, they've been raped with an object. They've been this. They've been that. They've been... Literally, their fucking insides are fucked up. Mm-hmm. They've been abused so roughly that... They may need medical you care for the rest of their me, life. Right. You mean to tell me that, no, we're only going to cover this first appointment, but after that, that's not our problem. Right. Like, excuse me? Yeah, it's 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 really sad to think about, but it's it's sad that it's something that has to be thought about. In general. Period. Right. It's sad that it's something that has to be looked into, period, because it shouldn't be happening. Like, rape shouldn't even be a word. It's like the thing with um, abortions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I had told you this. I had seen like this um, like quote or post um, that had said to say that women should only be allowed abortions in the, in the case that they were raped is to say that women should only have control of their body if they're assaulted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, that. I was like, it's so true because mm-hmm. even in that aspect, a lot of people are like, Oh, well, I mean, even still, you should. Right. I just feel like. Like, oh, we'll give you that. You can have control over your body. People have all these expectations for somebody else's body. Somebody else's being. Somebody else's feeling. You don't have to agree with it. But it shouldn't be. You know what I mean? It shouldn't. It's not your issue. Right. And again, in the case of these fucking poor children, you mean to tell me that you think a fucking infant that is sexually assaulted is gonna be okay in life right like physically no No. so if this infant this stuff happens you think a three-month-old a one-month-old anything like that because unfortunately it happens to Mm -hmm. infants is going to remember 
that that form of trauma they might they might not right mm-hmm. so they go on further in life and unfortunately this happens again they shouldn't be guaranteed any kind of coverage because this previously happened to them right like it's just it's sick it's sick it that is. people think like that it is and, and it's also had to be because because no woman always want to be okay with that. that don't pertain to them right there's also like I know we um also looked into things about sex trafficking because obviously if you were so no, trafficked that's that's rape if you're mm-hmm. being used as a sex slave yeah. because you were trafficked then it directly you know what I mean it directly and I think that's another ra- reason why this uh Carol Sanchez shit pissed me the fuck off oh, because yeah. it's like sex trafficking has always once again like with rape mm-hmm. and sexual assault it's always been a thing it's mm-hmm. not that it's never been a thing. It's always been a thing. But I feel like in the heightened state that we're in currently mm-hmm. with how frequently this is happening and I feel like how aware people are because of social media right. and the fact that, like, you have so much access to recordings and going mm-hmm. live and things that, like, it's, it's a, another form right. of protection or even, like, with the Ubers and Lyft doing, like, the safe riding where mm-hmm. you can share your ride or, like, report it different kinds of ways. We're hearing about certain stories a little bit more. Right. Um, there's more fortunately survivors or people that have escaped the situation to be able to mm-hmm. talk about it. Um, and it's but I feel probably like, directly to the the media and the yeah, media coverage. And I feel like able to. as like as serious as this shit is right now, for you to mm-hmm. play with something like that, like I was so scared to leave the mm-hmm. house. No lie, and I know I'm not like the only one, but like I might make jokes all the time, like. Babe, don't stop. I'm gonna get traffic. And I mean, it's not really a joke. Like, I'll be right. saying it like serious. Like, no, like, I'm gonna get traffic. Like, come with me. Blah, blah, you don't blah. wanna go anywhere. Like, right. Alone. Even people you know, they're like, oh, I, I'll go with you. You know what I mean? Like, coming yeah. in the house. You don't know who's hiding behind your trash right. can. And Going you know, to the mall. You don't know who's in the you parking garage. Know I'm that friend. I'm like, uh uh-uh, no, because mm. you can't be by yourself. Come on, let's go together. Right. Because I just don't want anything. If they're gonna to take happen. you, they're taking all of us. Right. Like, I just don't want anything to happen to somebody I know, and I just mm-hmm. feel like, oh shit, I just left her house. Right. I ain't wait for her to go in. Like, no, I will never be that person. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait till you're in, and I see your door locked, and your lights come on, and then I'm gonna pull off. Like, it's right. just like, it's like sex trafficking. It can once happen. Again. It's like people feeling they have ownership mm-hmm. over you. Like, right. And it's not like I feel like it used to be, and maybe we like we didn't just have all the social media and all the coverage and stuff, but I feel like. I used to think about it as people who would buy a bunch of women, like, at the same time and, like, sell them to either a specific person or sell them to, like, weirdos who were just using it. But I feel like it's so much more common now. Like, I feel like you never know. Like, someone on your block can be, you know what I mean, can, like, kidnap you and trade you or sell you to somebody that they know who has some weird weird fetish one for i feel like people do not realize how much of a business this shit is oh yeah like how like when you peel back the layers how sick this shit is mm-hmm. how many law enforcement how many public like officials how many people in higher power are involved mm-hmm. with this shit the buying and trading mm-hmm. and kidnapping and covering up of a lot of these right. girls not only that i feel like like you said like it's like you used to have like this idea of what it was like mm-hmm. it was like oh no like they just rallied up a bunch of girls at like this 
I don't know how we thought it happened. And right. it's like, those were the people getting trafficked. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize how next door it was. Like, um, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago uh, that they wound up making a movie about it. The guy that was like, wind up being like a bus driver in Reading. He wound up like moving. I think it was like to Florida. They found what? all the girls in his basement. No. You don't, they made a whole Lifetime movie about it. So he was no, I, I've I've heard the one about the guy in Cleveland. Yes, that's where it was, Cleveland. But originally he was from oh. Reading. He was a, bu- a school bus driver from Reading. Oh shit. Yes, that people were wind up being like, oh, oh my god, I knew him, blah blah blah. But yeah, he moved to Cleveland. I thought it was Florida, to Cleveland, and they found the girls in the basement, and it wind up being he got one of the girls pregnant. Yes, it wind up being that he um the first girl he kidnapped was his daughter's friend. He used to drop her to school. He used to pick her up and drop her to school with his daughter. And that was the first girl that he had kidnapped. But even that, that man lived in that Cleveland house for how long? With neighbors. With those girls in the basement and with nobody neighbors. knew. Right. And it was the neighbor is the one that helped them girl escape. When, right. When uh, he had saw the girl like trying to put her hand through mm-hmm. the bottom of the screen door. But can you fucking imagine? Like you have these views of people around you. And or even Lovely Bones. The guy that lived across the street. The fucking neighbors. The, exactly. The guy that lived across the street and had this whole fucking system to go to the damn park over here in Norristown. First of all, <laughs> watch y'all fucking neighbors. Okay. Movies in Pennsylvania creep me out in general because I feel like all Lifetime movies are based out of Pennsylvania. It's, yeah. it's just a little too close to mm-hmm. home. But I look at everybody with a side eye. And yeah, it's sad. It's sad because maybe you're a really nice person, yeah. but I give everybody the side eye. The woman. Yeah. The men, everyone gets Listen, the side These eye. bitches is shady. Like, it, even like... Because guess what? Movies, Sometimes they're helping the yes. men get the girls because you're more comfortable. The movie Trafficked, where it was a fucking police bitch who was heading all that shit. I was like, I... Oh, my God. It's like... It's like the... The scenario in general pisses me off. The fact mm-hmm. that men feel like they have a right to these women, these children, these mm-hmm. little boys. Pisses me off. But then when I feel like... When I find out that a female is involved i'm like right it like like how fucking dare you right how dare you as a woman like you don't feel as a human but as a woman you don't feel that pain to know that these women like this could be you right this could be you chained to this fucking wall this could be you chained to this door getting this could be you right getting getting assaulted getting getting sold like, like they drug these girls so fucking bad getting sold so and it says i read that they compare it sex trafficking to a form of organized crime like yeah, a, definitely like the fucking mafia yes it's like, a whole fucking business and not only that it's like what sick freaks like i don't know if you've ever seen like uh like documentaries or like cases where like they've like found uh women that have been sex trafficked but like yeah. they are so doped up mm-hmm. that it's like they barely remember who they are who is attracted to that. Who is right. attracted to someone who can barely fucking talk, barely walk, exactly. looks like a zombie. What about that is attractive? Like, that you're like, oh, yeah, this is the one. This girl, yeah, she can't even walk, carry her over here. Mm-hmm. This one right here. That's the one I want. Like, it's just, it's, it's just sick in general. Yeah. But, or even like the movie um, Kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Where it was a lady. Fucking, right. Where her husband that was doing like the whole thing. You're I was so like, fucking weird. <sighs> like, Why? Yeah, females are not exempt who, at all. Who has the fucking time? Who has the time? Who doesn't have a moral compass? Like, first of all. Right. I read also that um, two-thirds of the trafficking victims in the United States are U.S. citizens. So, like, I used to think 
and I'm not sure why, but like I was obviously like young when I heard trafficking, I used to think that they were buying and selling women from other countries solely. Like I just thought like they're you buying a bunch of women from right another another country and they're selling them to people in the US. Mainly, that's what I thought it was, but to hear that two thirds of the like trafficking victims are US citizens is is something new and also it says it's estimated that between 15,000 and 50,000 women and girls are trafficked trafficked each year in the US. So I used to think the opposite. I used to think that sex trafficking was um something that didn't happen here. I used to think mm-hmm. that when you heard of sex trafficking it was something that happened in other countries mm. because it wasn't something at your front door. I never like mm-hmm. heard of a scenario where someone like down the block, you know, like I knew kidnapping, all that stuff was stuff that happened here, but I didn't know that sex trafficking, that people were being exported here basically. Right. Like, Oh, y'all just, um, ordering girls off these little fucking, cause you know, like they have websites, they have, they have websites. websites. There's they have- so many layers. There's yes. so many layers, like you said, there's so many layers, but there's so many, like, hoops and layers before the person actually is, is like, sexually assaulted in the end. There's so, so much here, that happens had, um, before. Look up, the statistic says that globally, an estimated 71% of enslaved people are women and girls, while men and boys account for 29%. Estimates suggest that about 50,000 people are trafficked into the U.S. each year. Most often from Mexico and the Philippines. 50,000 each year. That is fucking That's disgusting. Crazy. It's disgusting for it to be one. That's but 50,000. How is this okay? Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, how is this being done? How is this not something that is watched more or people are more on top of? Um, and even with sexual harassment in general, mm-hmm. a survey from 2018 said that 81% of women have experienced sexual harassment in their lifetime. That's crazy. That's crazy. 81%. And it goes down to um, breaking it down into what kind of harassment had occurred in their life. Mm -hmm. um, And what has come from the harassment, like like the trauma and like side effects, uh, loss, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. So it says here that more than three out of four women have been verbally harassed. Um, that makes up for 77% of the women. Me um, too. Yep. Hashtag. Unwelcome sexual touching. Me too. Like don't, don't touch me anywhere. Yeah. Okay, that means don't touch my hand, don't touch my arm. If I'm in a club, that don't mean you can don't grab my, my ass. Don't touch my thigh yeah. on a fucking train. Like, just mm-hmm. don't touch me. And unwelcome sexual touching is 51% of women. Cyber sexual harassment is 41%. Being physically followed is 34%. Crazy. Me too. Um, unwanted genital flashing, 30%. Experience that too. Nobody wants to see your, your penis. Um, and 27% um, sexual assault. Now, re- mind you, this is reported mm-hmm. for them to be able to track it. So that's not even like the sexual assaults that aren't reported or people that mm-hmm. don't report like the sexual harassment. Um. And then it goes on to detail what victims, like, what they suffer from or, like, how it's affected them. Mm-hmm. So it says, 31% of women have suffered from anxiety or depression. 
23% have changed their route or regular routine due to sec- uh, due to sexual harassment or mm-hmm. assault. 15% wind up ending their relationship. Um, 10% actually file an official report. 9% change jobs, quit a job, or sought a new job. Only, Only 7% sought some form of medical help or therapy. 5% stopped the hobby activity or stopped participating in the community like they stopped going outside their house. Mm-hmm. Um, 5% moved from a dorm apartment house or other form of residence. 2% changed schools, dropped out of school, or dropped a course. And only 1% confronted their abuser. Wow. Um, and then it goes on to categorize by age. It says that sexual harassment usually begins at an early age. Mm-hmm. Um, so the majority of people that reported having experienced sexual harassment or sexual assault are between the age of 14 to 17 years old. So it says 27% of women... Um, are between the ages of 14 and 17 years old when they first experienced sexual harassment or sexual assault. Um, it has zero to five years old, only at 4%. But again, that's because during those ages, like... Right, you don't know what's happening. You don't right. know that it's something that should be reported. Yeah, half of them know. don't talk, don't so they can't what report it. Means. it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's sad that there's even a percentage at all. Yeah, it's disgusting. They have... are from 6 to 10 years old, 16% are from 11 to 13 years old, Um, 18 to 22 years old is 15%, 6% is 23 to 30 years old, 4% 30 to 40 years old, and only 2% are older than 40, and 17% of women do not recall at what age they started becoming assaulted. The 14 to 17 category is... Just say it again. That's Malachi guy. Yeah. The 14 to 17 year old category is sad, but that's the age where girls start to like develop more. They're at that point they're almost fully developed. They start to go out by themselves more. They they're able to get more freedom. Maybe their parents let them go to parties. They're going to the stores by themselves, coming yeah. home from school by themselves. I think they also at that age are distinguishing um like the attention they're receiving i feel like mm-hmm. when you're younger you might not catch on to certain jokes or little sexual references right. at that age you're like aware like well right. hold up that was like inappropriate like every parent should teach their child good touch bad touch but i feel like that's like an age where you're like like distinguishing like this is not okay as to where like when you're younger people have more of an influence and whoever's doing it or wherever it happens they can kind of tell you like Oh, no, this is okay. This happens all the time. This is supposed to be what people your age do. Right. Yeah, so I don't know if you heard about the new story about the ring camera getting hacked. Yeah, I did on the news. Yeah, about the... It was like a home camera that the parents had installed for um their kid's bedroom. And then that pervert was able to hack it. Yeah, pretending to be Santa Claus. Like, hi, little girl, I'm Santa Claus. Yeah, and thank God that little girl was smart. Like, she was scared and she was smart. She, like, called for her mom. But if it was, like, a younger kid or a kid that was more naive, like, they would have definitely been like, oh, my God, Santa Claus? Right. What do you want right. me to do? 
Like, what kind of pervert is just running around hacking ring cameras to spy on kids' bedrooms? Right. And then it's just, like, it's just creepy in general. But then it's, like, even the way, like, they start off with, like, something like, no, you can trust me. You don't got to tell your mom. You don't got to say anything. And then he's, like, you can do whatever you want. You can mess up your room if you want. And then it goes from there to being, like, yeah, you can change in front of me. I'm Santa Claus. Like, yeah. It's just creepy. Like, in kids, like you said, like, if they're more naive, kids believe like oh well it's santa claus and he's you know what i mean he's watching me he knows when i'm sleeping he knows when i'm awake like kids right you know and we put it in their head that he like he knows everything like right so oh obviously he's watching me because he's trying to see if i'm being good or bad Mm -hmm. when they're not knowing that it's just some sick perv trying to creep on them while they're getting dressed right it's just like all forms and it's just sad that even like you know with the youngest of kids but i mean it's not just young kids there's so many hackers that hack shit all the time yeah that's why i keep a little sticky note on my laptop camera because i don't have time i I know after you told me that after you told me that i was so paranoid that i did it even with my work camera Mm -hmm. but i did it to my personal um i mean my work laptop i did it to my personal laptop too because it creeped me out. I've never thought about that before. Like, the fact that, like, yeah. your laptop has the webcam. Like, because obviously mm-hmm. you don't use it. Um, so, it just it freaked me out. I mean, me these out. days, anyway. Back in the day, we was yeah. on Uvo Horde. We Skyping. <laughs> yeah. Skyping at Uvo. Mm-hmm. Like, all day. All the time. But it's like, even, like, with the phone cameras, I'm like, you just never know. Because there's creeps out there who make it their, their whole lives to just be perps and and creep on little girls and women and everybody mm-hmm. yeah it's-, it's like it's like this whole the whole climate of like the whole like sex trafficking and um you know the these little perverts with the kids it got me like at an old high it's like you know they're always been relevant um However, it's like I just feel like it's like so scary now, and this that's I feel that's why I feel like the situation with the um, Carol Sanchez girl, right? Much because I was literally scared to leave the house. Like I um had ran to King of Prussia to get my eyebrows done, mm-hmm. and I had took the kids to get them out of you and Eric's hair. I think it was one of the days that you were like doing on call. Yeah, I think so. When they just ran mm-hmm. with you to the mall. Yeah, and I was like thinking to myself like I didn't think nothing of it then we're leaving and I'm like okay I don't feel like as weird because I have the kids with me and then just as thought just as soon as I thought that I thought to myself like oh shit I have the kids with me like you know it's very easy for someone to be like oh I could just hit her over the head now I got a two-for-one special I got these two little girls and it just paranoid me even more the whole time I was like in the chair getting my eyebrows threaded I was like stand here right next to me do not move hold each other's hand like I had them standing in front of me by right. my leg so I can feel like if they move from my leg and I kept telling the lady if you have to do the other eyebrow they, they can stand on this side and she was like oh that's fine mm-hmm. because like anybody can just come snatch them up like it's yeah crazy. especially in a mall like that <clears throat> right so many kids all they have to do is reach in grab them and you never see them again yeah while you're occupied and mm-hmm. then I will walk around with one eyebrow for the rest of my life, but you was not taking these kids. Because I jumped out of the chair. Right. Yeah, like, like, you don't have to, I have to fight with you. That's like Halle Berry did and kidnapped. I'm chasing you down. That's it. I'm chasing you everywhere. Give me these kids back. Period. Like, they're annoying, but we love them. Right. I was so just about to say, they get on my nerves, but these my kids. 
But you can't have them. They're mine to get on my nerves. You're not about to take them from me. Exactly. It's just so creepy. I think, go I think it's just, go, no, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just creepy that, like, these are things that are on people's minds. Right. Like, what kind of weirdo is thinking, like, yes, let me kidnap a child today. Like, you have to right, be like a like, different type of sick. It's like, while I'm sitting here, like, oh, damn, after work, I got to do laundry. I got to do this. You saying here, like, oh, whose kid am I going to snatch up today? Right. Like, like that seven-year-old looks, you know, kidnappable. Let me just take them. Yeah. Yeah. It's we just got to be, like, extra careful. Everyone just needs to be, like, it's sad, but everyone just has to be on very, very high alert all the Mm -hmm. time you can never no matter where you are the mall home clearly the walmart the store getting your mail like it doesn't matter where you are picking up the kids from school is at a playground you just have to be on very high alert watching your surroundings making sure your kids Mm -hmm. understand that not everybody's a nice person and that some people may have ill intentions just taking like a lot of precaution measure measures to make sure that not even to make sure because obviously like some things are out of your control but to just be extra careful Mm -hmm. so like uh, a little while ago i think it was like a couple months ago they had released like the police um advice on like you know stay with somebody um if you feel unsafe like going from a a store you feel like you're being followed have like a security guard or somebody escort you to your car which I think is a big one because a lot of times we do get that feeling like when we're walking in a parking lot but we like we won't say anything about it yeah we dismiss it and we're like oh we're probably just being super paranoid and we keep walking right and it's like what if we're not like it's gonna be too late right. to figure right. it out at that point so exactly I think that's a big one the um another one I remember seeing on there was if you like if you're walking to your car and someone's sitting like parked right next to you mm-hmm. and it, it specified like men if a man is but like we said earlier in the in the episode women a lot of times and it's sad but are working with men you never know you know what I mean you never know what's on somebody's mind to think sometimes they're working with them to to lure somebody or you know mm-hmm. what I mean ask let me ask for directions or ask for help with my car and then or they're being forced to do it you never know so just like right. I said, staying on high alert making sure you're being careful walk back into the mall or the store wherever and ask for help ask for a security guard to walk you out to your car and even um like I feel like the misconception that it has to be like a van that right. whole thing like oh if it's a van look out if it's a van like look out in general a car yeah, somebody a could grab you up in a car right somebody could grab you up in a car just as easily like um and like you had said the point about the females like you remember in um i was about to say Grey's anatomy and <laughs> sons of anarchy when they had the girl act like something was wrong with her baby so that they could get um his mom in the car and then they raped her vaguely i don't really remember though it was like in the beginning it was like um the guy's daughter like he was like in the government the guy's daughter 
she acted like some like her baby was choking. She was like, oh my god. She was at a red light. And she was like, oh my god, help me, help me. It's an emergency. My baby is choking. And she got out the car to go check on the baby, and they threw her in the van. It was like a setup. Like the girl was in on the setup, and they wound oh. up raping her. They like gang raped her. You see, like yeah, that's just a TV show, but stuff like that really happens where right. people use either children or they use women or you know what I mean. They use people in general or situations in general to to lure people like Mm -hmm. even the one the one time I was walking with Salise it was like before I had my car and it was snowing really bad and this guy asked if I needed a ride and he had a little girl in the front seat and I was like no no thank you one because I'm not getting in the car with a stranger I don't care if the snow is up to my neck two you never know like I mean, hopefully that girl was okay who was in the car. Hopefully it was a daughter. You know what I mean? Some people just, some people are just being nice, mm-hmm. but you never know. It's it's happened that people use other people or they already have someone so brainwashed that they've kidnapped and they use that person to to lure somebody else. So. Right. And I even think back to, um, I'm like a real heavy breakfast club listener. And a couple months ago, they had a woman on there who was, um, she was formerly sex trafficked, but while being sex trafficked, became a trafficker. Like, that was like a part of her being sex trafficked. She was used to bait and like bring in other women. Mm-hmm. And she was like explaining that she would like go to college campuses and try to like recruit. Um, and like, you know, be like the person like, Oh, you want a model? Yeah, like you just gotta come work for our right. agency. And basically they would wrap you up and then you'd be prostituting. Like, you know what I mean? You would think that, oh yeah, girl, well, if that's what you want, if you wanna make them big bucks, if you wanna um make it to the top, this is what you gotta do and make right. you think it was just one time and then it'd wind up being like, No, now you're owned. Um right. and I always think back to that too, like females are shady as fuck as we have already stated. Mm-hmm. And as we know, so it's just like you have to be cautious, male, female, kid. And it's like, you know, like you said, you always want to be like, damn, I, I really pray that situation ain't what it is. I, I hope that that kid's okay. But I am like one of those people that will keep driving. Oh, yeah. Keep driving and call the cops for you. Like, oh, your car broke down. All right. Sorry. Um, I'm going to keep driving. I'm going to call 911 for you. And like, I'll come help you if you really need help. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not one of those people who like someone can run up. While I'm at a red light and bang on my window, like, excuse me, help me. I'm be like, run to the next block. I'm going to call the cops because I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not doing it. Because you never know. I've watched too many movies and seen too many news articles and documentaries where this is a real thing. So Mm -hmm. we just got to, as people in general, take extra precaution, extra precaution with our kids, just everything in general. And if you see something, like you said, like, call the cops if you see something that looks suspicious to you or somebody asks you a question that you're not too sure about and they're like oh well come over here my car is you know what I mean my car light is is on I need help my car won't start be like listen this happened it may be nothing but it looked a little suspicious and I just want to warn somebody yeah I was in a situation like that before um my best friend we were driving in Reading one night it was like a night it was me and my best friend and her cousin and this lady we were at a red light and this lady had came up while we were at the red light and she was like excuse me excuse me my car broke down is there any way you'd be able to take me to my car and my friend was like being dumb and I was like oh sure and she was like it's it's at the pagoda 
And I was like, her car's at the pagoda. I was like, that's sus. Like, why the fuck is she down here? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know the kind of walk it is from the pagoda down oh, here? Right. So then when, as soon as she said she would, she, there was a male with her who wasn't there before. And I remember I got so pissed off. I was like, you're fucking kidding me, right? She was like, well, I already told her, yeah, what do I say? I was like, you don't got to say shit. Keep driving. Like, what do you mean? Right. And she dead ass let them get in the car <gasps> and drove up to the fucking pagoda. I was so pissed off. I mean, thankfully, we're alive. But, right. like, you didn't know how that was going to go. Right. Like, it's just, you cannot be too nice. You can't. Because you never know. And it's like, I'd hate to be the one. That's why I try to, like, make sure my cell phone's charged. I'd hate to be the one in a situation where my car is broken down and nobody would help me. But I feel like I wouldn't. I would understand. I wouldn't even ask to get into a stranger's car to take Right, because I'd car. be scared that they're going to kill me. Because who are you? Right. Right. So, like, the most I would ask is if, like, do you have a phone? Can you call the police? Can you call a tow truck? Can you call this person for me? Like, by all means, keep driving. But can you just let somebody know I'm out here or let someone know that I need help? something mm-hmm. like that like i'm not gonna be like hey can i get in you you're a stranger can i get in your car so you can take me here because you never know what kind of person mm-hmm. you're getting in the car with or what kind of person you're asking for help exactly so you just got to keep your yourself on high alert all the time with everybody yeah you just got to always remember you liable it could always be you and that's what i think that with every situation that could be me I don't put myself above no situation. I'm not one of yep. these people that think I'm invincible. I'm not right. made out of some fucking magic. I'm not a X-Men. Um, <laughs> so, no, there ain't no mutant over here. So any any and every situation, it could happen to me. And that's how I look at it. So that's exactly why. I'd rather be cautious and paranoid and crazy than to be dumb and not even in the situation that and I didn't dead. see coming. Right. And it's like, you could still be cautious when something happened to you, but... The more aware you are of something, something I feel like the better your chances are to prepare yourself for what's coming towards you. Right. Yeah. And I it's feel like, like mm, it's like, like you said, the more aware you are of the situations you're putting yourself in, the more chances, I mean, like the more chances you give yourself to not be in a situation where you're going to end up hurt, dead, in a compromising position you can kind of, you know what I mean? You can reflect and be like, all right, I did everything I could for you to just flat out. Just be like, I'm not going to, I'm just going to make bad decisions because that's what stuff like that is like getting in strangers cars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not taking precautions and granted it's sad that we have to take these precautions because people are sick, but we know the world we live in. We know right. this is what it is. So we have to just step up. And take the precautions, no matter how tedious or how like paranoid we sound, we have to take those precautions. Yeah. And just to circle back, um for anyone as far as um sexual assault, rape, any kind of sexual misconduct, um, I was able to look up the national sexual assault hotline. Um, And what this number does is it routes you to a local sexual assault service provider in your area um, based on the information that they that you give them once you call. It's confidential um, and they are trained professionals to deal with uh, each and every specific situation, non-judgmental, and it will not be leaked. You don't have to worry if you are too scared to tell any adult, you at least should get it out to somebody. Um, 
The number is 1-800-656-HOPE, H-O-P-E. Um, it is 1-800-656-4673. And um, I think that's a good way in closing that very sad, very deep topic. Yeah. It was a deep one, but it's it's needed. People need to it hear it. Necessary. People need to know that, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm sure people know that they're not the only ones, that it happens every day, but it's always good to shed light, give different views too. Right. Change the pace to a more positive one. We're going to do our get assist. This week's get assist goes out to Adrienne Guidon. She's a traveling paint and sip artist. Her Instagram is Orion's Crown. That's O R Y A N S C R O W N. She does paint and sip, kids parties, ladies' night. She also does. Uh, she also ships pre-drawn paint and sips. We had a ladies' um, Christmas onesie pajama party. It's <laughs> a lot, and it was so fucking um, fun. It was so fun. Uh, she wound up pre-drawing whatever art selection we chose. We chose the Grinch. Um, she sent it to us in this really adorable Santa Claus basket with the pre-drawn canvases. The paint included the brushes, um, the paint holders. Literally, the only thing we needed was the easels. And we got those at five below. Um, everything else was included. And she was so sweet, so kind. Her communication was amazing. Uh, she did deliver it. Um, and it was very affordable. So I would hit her up, ladies or gentlemen, if you're looking for a nice little ladies night for your girl. Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, or even something to occupy the kids. I think it's an amazing idea. She does really good work. It was so cute. It was so easy. She pre-painted one for us. Um, so we would know how it would look since she wasn't there live to be our instructor. And it was just a real good stress relief. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah, we definitely had a lot of fun. And so like shout out said, to you, Adrian. Like you said, it was like so easy. She made it so easy. We had everything we needed. Everything. Yeah. And even the easels, like we bought them and then we didn't even want to use them. So she literally gave us all of the essentials. All of the essentials. And we'll wind up posting a couple of those pictures from the paint and sip along with her shout out on our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. So you guys can look out for that. Um, shout out to you, Adrian. Wrap it up, sis. All right, y'all. Here we go. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Click the fifth star and leave a review. Follow us on IG and Facebook at the Sister Sister Podcast. And the first sister is with an A. Follow us on Twitter at Sister Sister Pod. And if you have any questions, as always, don't be shy. Shoot us an email at the Sister Sister Podcast at gmail.com. Bye, y'all. Bye.